Woj and Shams, two of the most credible reporters in the NBA, have been on absolute fire today, dropping reports left, right, and center, including that there's a new team involved in the Kevin Durant sweepstakes as the Boston Celtics are now willing to offer Jalen Brown in a potential package to the Brooklyn Nets. They've already sent over a package in pieces, so I'm going to break down how that is going to impact this entire trade saga that we've been covering this entire summer. Additionally, the Toronto Raptors might be more probable, more likely than expected to uh, offer a solid package to the Utah Jazz for Donovan Mitchell. I'm going to break down how that could certainly impact this team going into next season. So lots of stuff to break down, that and some more fun stuff. So without further ado, let's dive straight into it. Hello everybody, Ben Nodges here, the Raptors Dive, just breaking down the latest Toronto Raptors news. And before we dive into it, we're on that road to 25k subs, a quarter of a hundred thousand so, you know, that sounds pretty cool, right? And uh, I appreciate anyone that's been checking out the vids, however long you've been checking them out. If you haven't been subscribed, click that button. It helps us out big time. And I always forget to plug it, but we're at that, uh, we're, we're reaching that milestone. 25K is a pretty big milestone. So we're on that quest, but we got some crazy stuff to dive into. And the first thing is a massive Kevin Durant trade update. As I said in the intro, it has been absolute madness being dropped today from Woj, from Shams, from everyone. So I got a couple of graphics to aggregate it, but I'll be breaking it all down. The first thing is, uh, so this is coming from The Athletic, from Shams, in his, uh, in his article he dropped, with Aiton currently unable to be traded, the Suns appear to be eliminated from the Durant sweepstakes. As we knew, I said it was wildness, I said it was craziness that Suns fans still thought they could acquire Kevin Durant with just Mikhail Bridges and a potential package with some draft picks. I called it two weeks ago. They're essentially out. So there's the one. We can celebrate the, the Suns fans' dismay, despair, because they're not acquiring Kevin Durant in any trade package. So that's the first little part of this. And that the Raptors and the Heat remain among the teams in pursuit. And that the Boston Celtics have emerged as a real threat to acquire Kevin Durant. So before we dive into the actual package, because Jalen Brown has been added to this, this deal according to Shams, right? We do know that the Toronto Raptors and the Miami Heat are still in play, right? The Raptors are not knocked out. Now I'm gonna decipher between what team what these two three teams can sort of offer to Brooklyn in terms of a KD trade request, but you know, the Raptors are still there, but the Celtics are the, the team that's making the headline news today. And according to Shams in this article from The Athletic, Right, the Celtics have already offered up Jalen Brown, Derek White, and a first-round pick to the Brooklyn Nets for KD. And the Brooklyn Nets ended up saying no. They pulled up the trade machine. They were wrong button. Wrong button pulled up there. They pulled up the trade machine. They said, nah, we don't uh, we don't want this. The ESPN said we're gonna be losing wins with this potential trade package. So we are not accepting that. And apparently the Brooklyn Nets countered that offer. Right? They countered it saying we also want Marcus Smart, we likely want one more rotation player, and we want a few more draft picks. So there's some serious negotiations going on right now, and I think there's a lot of games being played, especially with uh, how everyone's been talking about uh, this sort of stuff. This is essentially covering everything from the Shams point of view. This is uh, everything that essentially in this article from uh, The Athletic, it essentially broke down that... The Nets want a lucrative package from the Boston Celtics. The Celtics are willing to give up Jalen Brown, which is pretty crazy given the fact he's 25 years old and was arguably the best player on that Celtics team that just took their squad to the finals. So that's an absolute bombshell coming out there. But Woj was not to be done up, one up by uh, Shams. He also talked about today about how uh, the Celtics are in talks. They have been willing to uh, discuss 
these uh, these lucrative trade packages. He used less direct language in terms of what the Celtics were willing to offer. He essentially said that they're real. They have a real potential to make a trade because of the availability of Jalen Brown. He didn't directly say like Shams did that that deal was essentially on the table. However, the news that we did get from Woj was essentially pretty uh, pretty important stuff because I'm seeing a lot of people, you know, they're they're throwing out golden kazoos in our comment section to people like me to any talking head saying KD's going back to Brooklyn. I'm seeing this narrative pick up and I've held true to the stance. I don't think he's going to be in a Brooklyn Nets uniform next season. And Woj made it clear. Kevin Durant has not reneged on his trade request. There you know, there's talks he responded to someone's kid wearing a Brooklyn Nets Kevin Durant jersey, and people said, oh, he likes Brooklyn again, and this, that, whatever. No, according to Wojnowski, Kevin Durant still wants out, he has not reneged on his trade request, and he wants to, to get moving somewhere else. So that's uh, that's essentially what Woj broke down in that uh, in his article there, where he touched on you know what the Celtics, all the, the negotiation stuff. So that's, a, that's an interesting sort of summary of what has also happened. Now, it's worth also worth noting that Brian Windhorst came out and broke down saying that this package was likely offered a couple weeks ago and it might be some games being played by uh, the different sides. So I'll dive into that because that would be very interesting. If this was offered a couple weeks ago, this could be a tactic used by the Brooklyn Nets, a bit of an evil tactic to leak a potential offer that was sent on their behalf. Obviously, the Toronto Raptors, we haven't had any specific names really dropped it's all been speculation in terms of what we've been offering in these potential trade uh, demands but obviously scotty has been notably left out of these conversations that's the only reports that we've officially got in terms of what the raptors are willing to offer but this could be something leaked by the brooklyn nets to sort of drum up some drama to get a bidding war going for kevin durant and you know if that doesn't happen you're sort of spiting a rival because Jalen Brown is not half happy about uh, being his name being thrown in a bunch of these trade requests. Obviously, he just made it to the finals, as I discussed. He's probably their best player, and he ended up tweeting today. There's a few cryptic tweets coming out from Jalen Brown, and this one, SMH, shaking my head, so much hate, whatever you, however you interpret these acronyms, right? He, uh, he is not happy with uh, what all these rumors, all these requests. Obviously, this official report that came out today, so... Now, that's a that could be a little evil tactic for the Brooklyn Nets to sort of say, you know, put the pressure on the Celtics now to potentially make a Jalen Brown trade happen. And I am elated about this right now. I'll get in my reactions here now because regardless of if this deal goes down or not, Kevin Durant going to Boston, Boston sort of has had our number over the past. You know, they beat us in the playoffs. They're one of those teams that I feel like Raptors fans have a little bit more fear of, even if they're not necessarily the level of the Bucks, a fully healthy Bucks squad, because they're a very strong defense, and they're a team that has a bunch of chemistry, they've had their things put together, they're well coached, they're a strong organization, all that sort of stuff, and whether KD ends up going there or not, breaking up that core, breaking up that defensive unit that the Celtics have had, that have thrived against the Toronto Raptors, I love to see it, and now the fact that, uh, you know, Jalen Brown has overtly been thrown out in trade discussions, I love to see it. I want to see that inner turmoil pick back up for the Boston Celtics because that team knows how to implode on itself. We've seen it every second year for the past, what, half a decade, right? Every second year, something crazy goes wrong for the Boston Celtics. They have high expectations. They fall off a cliff. Then everyone forgets about them and they ride their way back up. So this is sort of a, a little recipe, a little way. I think we could see that turmoil in Boston pick back up and some chaotic drama to happen. So 
Worst case, or whatever the case, that's uh, if Katie goes there or not, there's going to be some inner locker room drama being going on in that place. How does this affect the Toronto Raptors with exception of, you know, obviously the East getting better or worse if this deal does go down? Well, I've been sort of making my stance known. The Raptors have a better offer out there than anyone that was available, right? The Suns, they could only offer Aiton and Mikhail Bridges. I don't like that package better than what the Raptors could have offered. I got roasted for that, but I, I just don't like it. Aiton on that max contract. I like the potential offer of OG, Gary, and Picks more than a Mikhail Bridges and Aiton. Gotten roasted for it, but you know that's debatable. We can offer anything much, much better than the Heat can offer for a, what, Hero and Duncan Robinson. Duncan Robinson's a negative contract at this point right so they don't even have any draft picks so there wasn't much of a bidding war there wasn't many teams sort of out there competing with each other for a potential Kevin Durant trade and I thought the Raptors had the best offer out of the teams that we've seen over most of the summer now the Toronto Raptors are not willing to add Siakam which I don't want them to I don't want Siakam in a KD package that might get me flamed as well but I don't want to see Siakam and assets go into a Brooklyn and potential deal if we're not adding Siakam and not adding Burns, it's going to be tough for us to beat uh, a package, even Jalen Brown and nothing, right? I don't, OG Anobi, I think, has limitless potential, but given the fact he's only played roughly 40 games in each of the last two seasons, his trade value is not where it's necessarily going to be. Gary Trent Jr. is young, his promise is there, but again, it's an unrestricted free agent after next year. So there's these sort of things limiting our two key assets that, you know, makes them a little bit less viable. Even if I like them as a homer myself, right? Even if I like them, you have to be objective on the open market and uh, and see that that package of brown, white, and a first that Brooklyn already declined is better than what we can sort of offer in terms of, uh, you know, what the what the Raptors can put together, especially a, a brown, smart, Robert Williams, whatever picks you want to throw in there. Boston has most of their picks of the future. They gave up a couple in the Derek White trade, but... It's going to be tough to compete with that. So now that there's a team that's properly in the mix, that's properly trying to uh, get Kevin Durant offering deals with substantial packages, I think it might be tougher for the Toronto Raptors to acquire KD. So that's uh, that's my take. That's my stance on it. We'll see what ends up happening. We're already 10 minutes into this video. And we got a lot of stuff to discuss. So that's update on the KD. If more and more information comes out, I'll be breaking that down in more videos. More of a recent subscribe to the Raptors Digest. Get that 25k subs. But the next thing we're discussing is that the Raptors are a serious threat to acquire Donovan Mitchell. Now, we had a report coming from Shams uh, today, essentially breaking down. Obviously, Donovan Mitchell, the Utah Jazz implosion. It's been a big storyline associated with the Raptors this offseason. But there's a, an article essentially coming from Shams that broke down all the teams that have expressed interest in uh, Donovan Mitchell from the Utah Jazz, including Washington, Miami, Toronto, Charlotte, Sacramento, and Atlanta. Those are some pretty solid package, or a bunch of teams, a multitude of teams, and there is a, a minor, a more minorish report. I'll get all the news out before I'm breaking down how I'm interpreting all this. But there's a minor report, sketchy source. I'll just throw it out there. I won't put too much weight into it. But the the Raptors have emerged as a serious threat to acquire Utah's Donovan Mitchell. Uh, teams have started discussing parameters of a trade. So NBA trade report, according to the sources, we won't we won't uh, take that one as much as it will. But this report coming from Shams that the Raptors are still involved, they're still engaged, has me intrigued. Obviously, the New York Knicks, they're the team that's favored it to acquire Donovan Mitchell. They offered a pretty lucrative package, but there's been some 
talk. There's been some banter about what the Utah Jazz want. Do they want a multitude of draft picks? They got a bunch in the Rudy Gobert deal. They got a bunch of stuff. Or do they want younger players that could have an impact on the squad? Plus some maybe potential draft picks. And the Knicks, they got you beat. They got you beat if we're trying to do a draft pick compensation deal right back and forth. I don't know if uh, we're going to be able to knock that one out of the park. We're not going to compete with the Brooklyn, uh, with the New York Knicks in terms of uh, a draft pick situation. So that's one. I won't debate that there. However, if the if the Utah Jazz are looking for a couple of young players that have some promise, that have some potential, I think if the Raptors are willing to give up Gary Trent Jr. as well as some picks, OG's 25 but is still a young player, I think we could have the assets. We could have the pieces to pull Lure Donovan Mitchell away from the Utah Jazz. And whew, that would be a lot. That would be a lot. Because I think in order to get it done, it'll probably have to be Gary, certainly, the reports have already been brought up about how the Utah Jazz are interested in Gary Trent Jr., right? That's been known. Add an OG to it might be tough. I don't know how much the Utah Jazz would specifically value them because we know that they want to bottom out, but we'll leave that aside. That and picks going to Utah. I think we could outbid the New York Knicks if the Utah Jazz aren't looking for just a bunch of draft picks. And you look at the other teams sort of on this list that Champs mentioned, right? Washington doesn't really have that many assets. Miami certainly doesn't, and you know, unless you count Tyler Hero, but Hero's all right, but they don't have the draft compensation to go alongside with it. Charlotte only has draft compensation. Sacramento, no real young players unless you're that high on Davion Mitchell, right? Atlanta, they just gave up Herder. They just acquired their, they used their picks to, uh, to essentially get DeJounte Murray. I don't think uh, a lot of those teams can p- compete with outside the New York Knicks. So the Raptors are in a position where they could, if they want to go all out, offer a trade that certainly can compete with the New York Knicks package. And I know a lot of people don't like Donovan Mitchell. I've seen a bunch of people roast that potential package on Reddit, on Twitter, in our comment section. But, and I, I, I'd, I'd be hesitant to give up OG, Gary, and Picks. Like, I would be. Don't get me wrong. But thinking of a starting lineup of all-star Fred VanVleet, Donovan Mitchell, who averaged like, what th- averages like 30 points per game in the playoffs for his career, is regardless of what he is on the defensive end, has certainly proven to be an elite scorer on the offensive end. I know he's not that tall and all that sort of stuff, but he's dropping 50 bombs in the playoffs left, right, and center. So Fred, Donovan Mitchell, Scotty Barnes at the three. Pascal Siakam at the four, Precious Achua at the five, then you have Boucher, Thad, Otto Porter Jr. coming off your bench. That's a nasty squad. That is a nasty squad. I know people don't like the smaller backcourt of Fred and Mitchell, but you know what? The Raptors won a championship with a smaller backcourt in Lowry and uh, Fred. Obviously, Lowry's a better defender than Mitchell, but the Utah Jazz were a number one seed with Conley and Mitchell there in the backcourt, right? It can work, and there's a much, even though obviously Rudy Gobert held together that Jazz defense, the Raptors are a much more well-rounded defense than that Utah Jazz team was. That could be a filthy, filthy squad. A filthy, filthy squad. I'm just putting it out there. I'm not saying I want to do it. I'm not saying I want to do it. I just want, I'm just saying. It could be nice. Mitchell fills a lot of those scoring holes. I think Gary and OG could do themselves going into next season. So I'm not, uh, I'm not saying, I'm not calling for this trade to happen, but it's interesting. I don't hang up the phone immediately. And 
you guys know I'm hanging up on a bunch of stuff because I'm a big Raptors homer. So that's a that's a breakdown. I don't want to dive into that too too much further unless we get some more news. But the next thing we're discussing, the next thing we're discussing is the precious propaganda has been spreading. And folks, I've been I was the first one to jump on this, the precious propaganda. He's my guy. Right, I've been made made this graphic as soon as game one of Summer League happened when he's with the squad. Precious Achua's the next BAM, or better than the BAM, he's the next Giannis, all that sort of stuff. But uh, we have uh, Hoops Universe, NBA University, it's having some tweets been going around, talking about Precious Achua, bringing some highlights, but 22-year-old Precious Achua, shooting on uh, shooting and self-creation, took a leap last year, and is extremely slept on. Went uh, one three-point attempt in uh, 2020 in his rookie season with the Miami Heat, and he ended up knocking down 36% of his threes, taking 156 attempts last year. And that ended up becoming close to 40% post-All-Star break. The second half of the season, he became a killer ball handler in transition and uh, graded out excellently as a rim protector as well. NBA University coming out here just spitting facts about our guy, Precious Achua. And I think people are sleeping. I made our last video about how the Raptors' development is a, a crucial piece to us taking a leap next year. And Precious is only going to get that much better. So... Keep your eyes peeled for Precious Achua. The propaganda is spreading. Jump on it before everyone else, the entire NBA is on it, because Precious is going to be an absolute monster next season. And the final one, the final thing we're discussing, a little bit of a meme, but Scotty Barnes. This came out a couple days ago. I just wanted to add it to a video. But uh, Scotty Barnes out here roasting Embiid. He's streaming. He ended up pulling Embiid in one of those two My Team packs, and uh, this is what he had to say. Ah, uh, shit. We selling his ass immediately. You know, if you're pulling MB in a pack after you played the guy in the playoffs, you gotta gotta send him out. You gotta what? Throw him out. I haven't played 2K since 2K16. Played my team since that point, so she played a bit during the, the pandemic. But you throw him on the auction, you you quick sell him whatever MB you're getting, throwing him out. Shout out to Scotty Barnes, keeping up that competitive spirit, repping the repping the Raptors. He's always a a gold mine for just following. It's a fun guy to follow, fun superstar to have in your squad, and. It's going to lead us to a chip, but you guys are the best for making this far. Check out the Instagram, the TikTok, the Twitter, all that cool stuff. Anyways, enough of me rambling. I'm signing off. Cheers.